Good morning, everybody. It's time for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on the Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. It seems like fall outside to me, and that's a good feeling. And I know a lot of people are enjoying all the specialty craft beers that come out this season, this time of the year, I should say. Um, I'm wondering what Derek has against that wall over there. He's got them lined up like they're doing um, <laughs> You know, they're being picked out for a crime or something. What's that called? A lineup, yeah. They're lined up <laughs> like they're in a lineup. Works, yeah. All right, that's good stuff. I have Dirty Derek with me today. How you doing, Dirty Derek? Lovely, Freddie. How are you? I'm living the dream. Now I'm not living that dream. Oh. Oh. Shut up. Jeez, these people. Just shut up. Storming in the studio and just start rambling about their commercials. Oh, no, get out. Of course, I got Dr. Johnny Blindside with me here as well. What's hey, going on, buddy? Hey, Freddie, thanks for doing that wonderful guitar riff to start our show off every week. Oh, you like that? That's very nice. Dr. Johnny Blindside could be found at Exit 190 Beer Deli right there on Main Street in Dixon City. How's things going with the construction around there, John? You know what? They opened up the north ramp to 81. Uh, was it yesterday? And you were so happy. Well, I didn't go that way, but it was, it was <laughs> nice to not clog up the <laughs> I intersection. I have an option now. I think yeah, later nice on we should again. all go through that. And just celebrate that it's being open. We should just sit there in the Let's have a marathon for charity. We're going to circle around and take that ramp over and over again. Don't worry. They'll have something else blocked off for us. <laughs> I'm sure they will. And I would be uh, kicking myself in the butt once we got stuck in something there trying to make that happen. All right. No more bantering. No more killing time. You got so many bottles over there, Derek. Yeah, we got a lot this What's week. What's this we got- purse over here? <laughs> that that is actually a, a lovely it's a lovely six pack holder that uh, Deschutes brought up. We have this a nice. uh, this week, you know. I will say we have a huge package. I'm just gonna let <laughs> I know always that. have a huge package. <laughs> well, it, didn't last, it didn't last long, folks. Before we went there, so but, we we have a, a really nice giveaway this week from Deschutes. Okay. They really uh, the, the the Pennsylvania rep Jeremy's gonna be calling, and we're gonna talk about some Deschutes stuff. Maybe find out when they're gonna be able to be picked up here locally pretty easily. And um, he brought up a huge. Huge, great giveaway for us to, this week for our listeners. I put the uh, photo up on the old Facebook and Twitter. People want to have a look at it, but there is What a, the hell hey. is this? It's, is it 1030? <laughs> Billy, backyard Billy, <laughs> crashing the party. Mr. Luke Bryan, what's going on, buddy? Let me put this on so people can hear you talk. Howdy. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but you no, know it's no, a no. big time when Billy breaks the seal, man, and pops in today <laughs> after a busy weekend. That's Billy Backyard Billy from Backyard Alehouse on Linden Street What's in up? downtown Scranton. Did a nice little tour, did a nice little hanging out there at Wednesday. Wednesday was a good I time, was in right? the nooks and crannies of uh, Backyard Alehouse, and what a fine, fabulous time it was kicking out on the back patio, watching people enjoy their food and that fabulous craft beer, and Billy and the rest of his partners there handing out to Derek and Johnny different beers that they had that they're so hard to find anywhere else. <laughs> and he was kicking them out and they're all there like all bunch of Hugh Hefners swilling their get, get the, how this tastes yeah, on I my did have my smoking jacket on, didn't we I? We did, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So it's good to have you here, buddy, because good to be here. we're just kicking off. And Derek, I'm sorry I had to interrupt no, you again. No, not a problem. It's one of many times in the hour, so continue. <laughs> we just began, so it's okay. Uh, no, that's I was just, you know, but we're going to be talking with the uh, Pennsylvania rep, Jeremy from Deschutes, going to really get into some specifics on, uh, you know, where they are currently and when we're going to be able to get them readily available up here. And uh, we have a ton of beer. This is actually the most we've had from, from any one place. We have six different ones to work through today. So we got a, we have a challenge ahead of us. Get drinking, boys. <laughs> the first one we're starting out with, this is their Mirror Pond Pale Ale. Now, we had this one on before. Uh, when we did the Beer Geek Fest, we had some Deschutes up at the festival, and we brought some Mirror Pond on. So Deschutes, really, a lot of people in the area kind of got familiar with them from our festival, and because uh, we had some really good stuff from them up there. And 
Uh, Mirapon Pale Ale is extremely smooth, really easy drinking pale ale, 5%. And uh, it's actually the number two uh, main uh, pale ale in the Pennsylvania, uh, United States. Hold on, I'm having a horrible time talking. It's the number two selling pale ale in America. There we go. Hop's got your tongue. Yeah, I'm just I don't know <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, and it's easy to see why. I mean, it's a really easy drinking pale ale. I mean, IPAs are the ones that everyone goes on about and everything. But, you know, pale ales, you have a good pale ale, really showcases how great the brewery is because that's that's a very clean, very nothing to hide behind type beer. It can't be overly hoppy. It's got to be reserved, have nice uh, characteristics of, of malt and hops, so have a really good balance and not too heavy handily in either one of them. So, I mean, this is... Absolutely perfect. I have a Deschutes urn <laughs> for the craft beer lover that passes on into the afterlife. Well, I didn't even think of that. If Double you want to keep their ashes, this is this oh. is an urn, right? <laughs> no, or, or cooler. That's I, fabulous know. marketing. <laughs> That's fabulous marketing. I think there should be a backyard alehouse urn. For the people we that have love a, downtown. We have I got nothing a, for you. A mini, <laughs> they have next, a mini keg cooler you can put some cold stuff in. Or if you die, you want to funnel your ashes into it. The next listener that dies, we're going to bury you in there. <laughs> we're just going to cram <laughs> them. We're not going to cremate them. We're going to cram them in there. I'm really sorry for interrupting you guys. I'm going to let you do your thing for a couple minutes. I'm going to grab some coffee. Hey, go for it. All right, because I'm just going to interrupt you about five more times before we take the break. And Billy, I don't think Billy the lock on the door when it goes out for a few minutes. What do you guys think of this one? Uh, I, I'm uh, again had it before and that kind of stuff, but the uh, like you said, the balance in this one. A lot of pale ales don't have this much malt balance with it, so it really tastes a little bit different than your your other pale ales that you've had. And um, this one is, has a little bit more sweetness um, to mix in with the hops, but uh, it's really very very well balanced. It's almost approaching amber color a little bit. Yeah, when you look yeah. at it. You know, I think that maybe the caramel malts or whatever's yeah, jumping the, the out malt, in it. The malts are definitely more, you know, a lot of what people call pale ales. Really, if you're going to classify them, would wind up getting into IPA category because people now love hops that it's trying to change the palate. And a lot of brewers just go really heavy handedly, even when they're making a pale ale, kind of really dump the hops in and, you know, have a malt backbone instead of a good balance. This has a really nice malt backbone. It's a little more malt forward, but it really has that hop still coming through in the end and does have a little bit of a caramel quality and everything from the, the malt. I mean, it's, it's, if you're a pale ale fan or even an IPA fan, I mean, you're going to get something out of this one. 5% really good sessionable beer and, and just really enjoyable. It's one of their flagship beers too. It's one of the ones that they're really, really well known for. This well, is, we can't wait till they make it to our area. Yeah, Hopefully soon, you know. We're waiting. That's that's the one. <laughs> we're waiting with bated breath. Yeah. I already told them ahead of time. Like that's the one question I'm definitely going to have to ask because you know, on the backing of the festival, that was the one question we were constantly asked: is you know, when are they going to be up here? When I was over there pouring it, and when are you going to be up here? When are you going to be up here? That's the one question that that uh, you know we'll have to ask him and find out. And he's the one that asked me. He's the Pennsylvania rep, so I mean, they're maybe we can corner him a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm just happy you brought a, a fair amount of good ones up here for us, and we have some rare ones and all that fun stuff, too, so we got a lot to work through. That's the most beer I've ever seen you bring in here. That's Are not even all, all of it. Different? That's not even all of it. Are yep. they all different? Uh, the, there's four over here, and I got two more in the fridge, two different ones in the fridge still. Wow. So we got a lot to work through. <laughs> Freddie's eyes are really big looking over here, so I look just, at all that I, beer. <laughs> every week, there's barely a week when we leave here without empty bottles. And I'm not saying that's because the few people in here pound it all down, but if there's anybody else in the building or something, they're all, we share. you know, here you go, try this, here you go, try this, you know, and um, you brought a lot in this week. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna be doing it a little different this week because we'll be able to work through all these. So we're going to start cracking on to the second one now. Wow! The uh, 
This next one, this is right. the Black Butte Porter. Now, this or, is another black one. Black butt. Yeah. <laughs> or black butt, if that's funny. But uh, now, this is a very. I get another one open. This is a very, very smooth. Another one, 5.2%. So another sessionable type. This is this is their flagship beer. This is what the brewery has really built themselves upon. Which you know, in the, in the modern craft beer market, to have it be built on a porter kind of really shows how much they believe in this beer. Because you know, everyone always now tends to build themselves on an IPA. Ooh, already getting some blow yeah, off there. Yeah, you guys nice. are into it. Let it ride. This is a. This is a. I mean, this is a heck of a pour here, John. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Top me off. Ah, 5.2. We're good. Oh, session beer. Yeah. Mm. No, you, you have all, it's it's a really creamy texture, like creamy mouthfeel to it. You get some of the cocoa, some of the chocolate. It, it's, it really is one of those porters that gets right up to the line of being a stout, but just keeps from crossing right over that. But it has all those really smooth easy drinking characteristics of it and we, we have a special one too from them we're going to be trying uh that they do as an anniversary one because that's how much they they love this they do an anniversary black butte every year that's what we're going to be uh we're going to be talking with him about when he calls them but i mean that that gets a little a little heavier with that one this is uh you know 5.2 the other one the special i think is up into the 10 percent. so nice that one we're going to be a little more uh less heavy-handed <laughs> are they moving their way up in alcohol content uh, yeah, no, that, kind of balance them around a little just bit. Just depends so. on what you feel like cracking open when. Uh, yeah, I kind of have, a, 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 uh, what we're going to be talking with him about, there was two specific ones I wanted to get into him with, which is the anniversary one and, uh, their stout that they're really well known for. So that's what we want to get into talking with him about. So that's kind of how I laid this out was to be able to have what we can sit here and drink and enjoy. And then we could sit and get into a discussion about with them. So. What do you guys think of the porter? I know this is the one we've had before, too. but Yeah, it is. It, again, this is, uh, like you said, it, it's very smooth. It kind of rolls across your tongue and kind of uh, coats it and, and paints your tongue with flavor. It's right. the, that cocoa-like coffee flavor. But it's very smooth and very light and creamy. Yeah, full-bodied, full you know, smoke notes. I don't know if they, they have smoke, smoke malts or, you know, if they're using that. I don't think but, they do in that. I think it's just the roast. I, the I don't roast know what I don't know what the specific malts they put into this. I, mean, I don't think there's nothing like smoked. Um, it's not like a a rauch beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rauch. <laughs> rauch. <laughs> Full bodied though. Like oh, a lot yeah. of porters can be like thin on the palate. This one's like like yeah. you said, it very Cre- heavy on the palate. Like yeah, 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 certainly. Yeah, it gets it gets very close to being a stout without crossing over into the full on stout category. This would be awesome as like a nitrogen. Like oh yeah, oh yeah. man, be amazing! And they said it would be amazing. You it is amazing. So many to go by. You're going to be able to keep the glasses clean. We'll, we'll, build, we'll make it work. We'll make it all work these fine week. beers that you have going on. We're laying layering the beers in the glass each time for more flavor. It's it's definitely one of you know everything we've had from them. They're one of those breweries. Everything you've had have been just been fantastic. They're they're a, a rare miss type brewery, which is great to see, and that's why we're. Everyone wants to see them in this area because everyone that's had them down in Philly, because they're they're down in Philadelphia and out towards Pittsburgh, like they're they're encircling us. Is this the cl- <laughs> those are the closest places you can buy that yeah, beer? Yeah, right now that's where they're at. They're they're moving up here soon. I know it's been on the the plate for them that they're gonna be moving up here. So is it okay if an establishment drove off to these areas, picked up the beer to sell? Is there a problem with that, or do you have to have permission in that? Let's just say it's a gray area. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's how it works. Well, I just yeah, wanted to just, know. I'm it's, not. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all. 
Are you going to be worrying about the FBI coming in and raiding you? No. <laughs> Don't be shocked. But, but it, it's, you know, it's a gray area. Um, people have done stuff like that before, and, you know, it's just... It, it, uh, breweries, you know, breweries have do, no problem. let me know so I yeah. can go there and drink it. <laughs> Bre- breweries have, have no problem with, with things like that going on. Right. Because, you know, they really want to get their beer out there. Sure, and at the end of the day, it's money. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, they're selling stuff and they're helping mm-hmm. promote their brand. And that's really what it's about is, is helping these breweries grow and everything. Like us getting this up here, being able to talk about that with a local audience that can't, you know, run down to the six-pack shop and get them. But they can become aware of these beers and know that this brewery is out there and go and get them. So, I mean, that, that's really what we're trying to do with this is just showcase great breweries. That's, you know, the whole point of everything. We're not a lawyer, but we've seen one on TV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched like three episodes of Law & Order between midnight and before I came here now. So I'm, pr- I'm, I'm ready to go to court. For legal advice, you can call in and win the prize pack. Ask Freddie for legal advice. Definitely. That's all good stuff. Now, I have to ask you because everywhere I've been looking and listening to other places and a lot of advertisements out there. You don't have anything pumpkin over there yet, do you, Derek? Here today? Yeah. No, we don't have any. Wow. We're, we're, we're going to get there. I, we have a pumpkin show planned, but great pumpkin. everything's kind of filled up. We're going to actually show. We all have to wear we're, orange that day, Billy. <laughs> yeah. The pumpkin show that we're doing, we're going to do it in October, which is really? pumpkin beer season. Oh, gee. So we're going to do it the, the right way. I heard Charlie have, Brown's going to call in yeah. and everything. <laughs> we have, we have uh, everything kind of filled up very quickly for September, so I had to push that one back a little bit. We're also going to do, which is nice this year, September 20th is Oktoberfest in Germany. That's a Saturday. Are we're you gonna, going? We're going to do, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a live remote. The beer, geeks, <laughs> the beer geeks in Germany. No, we're going to do our own Oktoberfest show here, though. Oh, yeah? On the day of October. Are you going to wear Lederhosen? And, uh, I bet Billy has Lederhosen. <laughs> do you? No. I'll pay, no you I nine, I'll pay you $9 to wear Lederhosen. Ooh, nine whole dollars? You can wow. do whatever you want American? with it. So let's go. You can go to an afternoon matinee show. Yeah, right. You can do whatever you want with it. Now, my friends, we got to take a break and pay some bills when we come back. He's got a whole, he's got a slew of beers over there that he's got to bust out for you. We got a great call in happening shortly. Maybe a giveaway if I feel like giving away this urn. You know? <laughs> I'm digging it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back with the Beer Geeks Radio Hour right here on Sports at 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Just how versatile is ProBond Advanced from Elmer's? Well, you can use it on wood. Use it on wood. And it also works great on metal. It works on stone. Even glass. ProBond Advanced from Elmer's. It's the non-toxic, non-foaming, weatherproof adhesive that's strong enough for any job, indoors or out. ProBond Advanced from Elmer's. Find it at a retailer near you. Are you better than average at fantasy football? Yeah? Well, thanks to FanDuel.com's one-week 50-50 fantasy football leagues for real money, you can prove it. 50% of teams in these leagues win real money. And get this, FanDuel fantasy football leagues last just one week. Finish anywhere in the top half of FanDuel's 50-50 fantasy football leagues, and you're a winner. You'll win almost double your money and get your cash immediately. Plus, with no season-long commitment at FanDuel, you only play when you want. So, Mr. Above Average Fantasy Football Player, what are you waiting for? 
Check this out. If you like your chances in a 50-50 league, FanDuel's making them even better with a special offer. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. That's double the money to play in as many 50-50s as you want. But hurry, opening week is next week, and this offer ends this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and use the promo code FOOTBALL8. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code FOOTBALL, the number 8. All cars are racing against time. Some are just doing better than others. Right now at Firestone Complete Auto Care, get 25% off select Firestone Affinity Touring Tires. Firestone Complete Auto Care. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Offer valid August 18th through August 31st. Exclude certain models. In-store installation fees apply. See store for full details. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time, not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. We're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the anti-DJ, if you will. The ODWB, the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ill. And I'm here with my fabulous friends on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside from Exit 190. And, of course, last but not least, Backyard Billy from the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. Had a blast, man. Blast. On Wednesday night, Billy. So I thank you for being okay, such a fine. Bathroom intercepts. The what? The bathroom intercepts. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're yeah. gonna. Oh yeah! I have a lot of great ideas. Fabulous <laughs> ideas. All off the cuff. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna just what we're what we're gonna do? Hang out in the men's bathroom or something? No. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna grab. No, no, you're gonna no, grab not, people not the as, as, they, gonna, as they. Oh, samples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you think of this beer? Yeah, not pee, we're not taking pee samples, but we're going to ask them what they thought about a certain beer because they're going to have to answer you because they want to get in that men's room. They can't just blow you oh, off so and you, say you said you wanted to do when they come out. Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, then how they're going to, what, what is that? What I they wasn't have? in the I, right state I, of mind on Wednesday, dog. I think that's a better idea before they go in. You must answer the question, but you cannot pee. <laughs> we're like the uh, the bridge keeper in uh, Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed, though, I got one complaint, Bill. What do you got? Yeah, oh, look, he's shocked <laughs> like he can't believe. What do you got? What do you got? Oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> well, first of all, you got a great staff. They're fabulous. Um, I love the way you roll your T-shirts. You know, that for sale. The Ranger that store that <laughs> yeah. you have up front is great. Um, I didn't notice any Huey Lewis in the news on your jukebox, and John was a little upset about that. Not so, really. Well, I think we do, we do have touch tunes, so you can search for it. So you can, you know, you, you can. You know, I'm an impatient guy, you know, everything. <laughs> if it's not immediate, it's not worth doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, great time. Come hang out with us on the patio, man. It's blast. Yeah, it was fun. It was we had so a good cool. time. I good, love being in hang. downtown Scranton. It was a great hang, and we're going to do it again this week. I know I'm definitely down like a clown in a three-ring circus. We're down like four flat tires <sighs> on a Buick. We are, Billy. We are. All right, I'm not going to break. We got to oh. talk about all these dozens of beers you have over there. Yeah, we, we're, we're we'll moving be on. Selling the leftovers on three fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> or or what you know comes back up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what we have now, this is the uh, 
anniversary. This is the Black Butte 26th birthday reserve. They do an anniversary one every year. And uh, what they have with this one, I'll, I'll read it to you because uh, they, they can say it better than I can. Derek's going to read it because he can. <clears throat> to he, oh, the. <laughs> this was aged. This is an imperial porter aged in bourbon barrels and dried spice with cocoa nibs with hints of vanilla and chocolate with pomegranate molasses and cranberries, giving enough tart to make you smile. Yes. So this, this is a very... <laughs> Smell the coconut right up front. Yeah, you get, and there's a little bit of bourbon coming through on it, and you get a little bit of the tartness really kind of rolls over. It makes it a really nice. It's different because you get porter up front, and then a little bit of a tartness on the end. You get that cranberry kind of lingers a little bit in the back end. Mm. But, I mean, it's, it's nice having a little bit of the bourbon because that's what a lot of uh, breweries have gone into, the the bourbon barrel aging type deal. And it can be a little heavy-handed sometimes because, really, when you're getting a bourbon barrel, it really depends. It depends on the bourbon barrel, like what's going to come through. Because sometimes you're going to have a little bit more remnants in it, and that's going to be really overpowering. You're going to have some of these bourbon barrel aged beers that are just dominated by bourbon, and you get a lot of that burn coming through, and it kind of takes away from the enjoyableness of it. And you need to let that kind of beer age for a bit so that that heat will drop out. But you don't really know until you crack it open because it it, it changes. Unless you're like we had when we had New Holland on, they were talking about the bourbon barrel, the the beer bourbon barrel age that they do, but they actually have control of that bourbon barrels because they rotate them back and forth between their dragon's milk and putting the bourbon out. So they kind of really know what's going into it, but if you're getting it used from any of these places, you, you kind of find out when you get it. And you kind of really have to know what's going on with that ahead of time. And Makes it, I guess, a true unique one-off, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It gets really difficult unless you have like a really established relationship with a, a bourbon maker that you know what these uh-huh. barrels are going to give every time. And when you're a smaller brewery, I mean, you know, Deschutes has that set up because I mean, when you get to be a larger brewery, you're continually bringing those types of deals in. But when you're a smaller brewery and you're kind of calling around asking if I can get a barrel of this, a barrel... You don't know what's coming. You've, you've, been, you've been drinking everything else that everybody's been drinking, kind of like yeah. other things. So there's, there could be a, a little bit of an overwhelming heat coming through on some of those. And, and we think we've all had those where it's just kind of takes away from it. You could tell it was a great idea, but eh, I probably should have aged it or, or something to let that drop out a little bit more. Lots of flavor here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice because this is actually uh, a blend. So really only half of this is in. So it really gives it that nice quality of like it really has... Uh, like it's been aged and it dropped out a little bit because it's there, but it's not up front. You get a little bit of the aroma. You get a little bit of the taste of it, but uh, it, it comes through a little bit. So Yeah, there's there's a lot going on without too much of one thing coming through. There's an awful lot yeah, of different it's flavors. Yeah, good balance. Many, yeah. many flavors It's not in like, here. you know, it's, it's uh, you know, oppressive on one side or the other yeah. with a flavor. Yeah, so it it's has, awesome. It, it has a really nice balance between all of it, which is good. And then... No, it's great because like, seeing a brewery have a flagship porter is fantastic, and then they believe in it so much that they do an anniversary one every year of this, an imperial beefed-up version of it with the different flavors added in. So it's agreed. Y'all love this beer. Yes. Awesome. We got to take a break. I got to pay some bills, and I got to take a pee-pee. So when I have to do that, being <laughs> that I'm at the control board, we all take a break. These guys will enjoy the rest of their beer, and we'll be back on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. There's only one place that loves beer as much as you. Cooper Seafood House in Scranton and Pittston. With over 450 craft brews, 
brews and 28 rotating taps, you're sure to find your favorite beer. Cooper's also has the area's only digital beer menu, so you can search for your suds and their ingredients before you order. For a limited time only, text Cooper's to 72881 and be in the running to win a pair of tickets to the Talk Like a Pirate Day beer tasting September 19th at Cooper's Seafood House in Scranton. Your wedding day, the most important and exciting day of your life. You want it to be perfect. The flowers, the music, the limo, the tuxes, the bridesmaids' dresses, your gown. It can be kind of overwhelming, but no need to panic. Just relax and head to the Northeast PA Bridal Show, Sunday, September 14th from noon to 4 at the Scranton Cultural Center. There will be over 40 vendors at your service with everything you need for your wedding. At 2.30, you'll enjoy a fashion show featuring the latest in bridal entertainment gowns and menswear. Plus, there will be door prizes and a cash prize of $1,500 given out during the fashion show. No purchase necessary. So enjoy a relaxing afternoon while planning your wedding at the Northeast PA Bridal Show, Sunday, September 14th from noon to 4 at the Scranton Cultural Center. Presented by Savvy Formal Wear by Sarno and Son. Head to Toe Bridal and Nasser Limousine Service. Sponsored by Frankie Carl Productions and John Mackey Design. Brides can register free at nepabridalshow.com. Broadheadsville Chevy Truckville Broadheadsville Chevrolet Come on down the road to find new roads Where you're sure to find your own In a Broadheadsville you know you will Enjoy the longest first drive home Broadheadsville Chevy Truckville Broadheadsville Chevrolet 2014 Silverado Double Cab All-Star Edition 4x4. Only $349 a month. Sign and drive. Includes tax, 36-month lease, plus two-year and 24000 free maintenance. $349 a month. Silverado. Stop in and see Jason Kerr and his Chevy team of experts. Huge selection of trucks. Discounts and rebates up to $8,500 off. Plus, Broadisville 10-year, 200000 limited powertrain warranty. Used trucks starting at $10,900. Broadheadsville Chevrolet Route 209 Broadheadsville. BroadheadsvilleChevy.com. Remember the beginning of summer when you had dreams? I'm going camping every weekend. I'm definitely going to through-hike the Appalachian Trail. Probably two or three times. Just getting my bike tuned up to cycle across America. While we may have been overambitious, at REI, there's still time to make summer dreams come true. Save up to 30% on the best in outdoor gear and clothing at the REI Labor Day sale and clearance. August 22nd through September 1st. All right, welcome back to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. We'd like to welcome to the show our good friend Jeremy from the Deschutes Brewery. How are you doing today, Jeremy? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Excellent to have you here on a Saturday morning. I know it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, get up bright and early, <laughs> make it happen. Oh, you did it. talking about beer in the morning, it's a good thing. All right, that's good to hear. <laughs> well, we're it. drinking beer in the morning, Turn you over to our good friend, Dirty <laughs> Derek. You sent us some really cool stuff for giveaways, man. I love this Deschutes urn for anybody that's going to pass away or anything. You want that? And they love craft beer, especially Deschutes from the Deschutes Brewery. You just put their ashes in here. Uh, It'd be cool. It's also a great place for you. Weed, you know, <laughs> but I don't know anything about that. But I know it's cool. Uh, okay, wait, go ahead, Derek. Freddie's our idea. Any more trouble here. Freddie's our idea, man, Derek. 
<laughs> yeah, that thing is a multi-purpose growler. You can use it for a lot of different things. Some of them I never thought of until Frank got a hold. More than you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've already we've worked our way now through. Uh, we had some Mirror Pond, we had some Black Butte. We're, we're uh, having the anniversary. We started that right before we went to break. But I think before we get into the beers and stuff, I guess we'll do a brief little overview of Deschutes because. Uh, like we, some people are familiar with you up here from the festival we had. We had you guys up here, but you know, just people that aren't familiar. Like, when did you guys start? Uh, how many states are you in now, and all that kind of fun stuff? Yeah, sure. Well, it's a, probably a really great place for us to start, considering we we like to consider ourselves on the East Coast, uh, the biggest brewery people have never heard about here. <laughs> uh, we've been in, in production since 1988 out uh, of Bend, Oregon. Uh, we started as a brew pub out there. So at the time, you know, it was not a whole lot of craft stuff going on in the industry. So we are one of the uh, first first craft breweries out there. But on the East Coast, we're just getting out here now. So, um, yeah, in 88, uh, Gary Fish, our founder, he decided he wanted to open up a brew pub. He was in the restaurant industry pretty much all his life and decided he wanted to do something a little more. So he teamed up with a local brewmaster, and uh, they just started knocking it out of the park, creating some amazing beers. Um, I think he said he started with the Black Youth a little earlier. That's actually one of the beers that put us on the map. So back in 88, uh, not a whole lot of people were brewing dark beers, let alone dark beers for their craft, their, their uh, flagship beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided, you know, we're always a little unconventional, wanted to kind of push the boundaries a little bit. So Gary said, you know what? We're brewing a dark beer. We're doing a porter. And uh, thank God we did, because that's actually the number one selling porter in the nation now. Yeah, and it's oh, funny yeah. you say that's like a flag. Like back then, I mean, even now, really, a lot of breweries aren't using that as their flagship beer. So, I mean, talk about being ahead of the trend curve. I think they're still trying to catch up with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like to think so, but uh, we, we like to push the boundary in that sense because if, if you're not ahead of it, you're behind trying to catch up, you know? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's funny you mentioned that a lot of people aren't really having Porter as their, as their flagship. Um, and that's true for us now, too. The Mirror Pond that you guys just tried. Uh, recently, actually, surpassed Black Butte in sales for us. So that's uh, that's now our number one uh, beer in our portfolio. Well, so as far as that distribution goes, obviously, with more states entered into um, the Trentons can go one way or the other way for different beers. Um, so far, it's all been good for us. Uh, but that being said, who knows? Maybe Black Butte will surpass Mirror Pond once more uh, with the addition of these new states that were in, Pennsylvania being one of them. Um, now, do you do you see nationally? Do you see like a like? Can you see the trend areas like where lighter beers versus darker beers are kind of more popular? Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, but honestly, the craft industry, as you guys probably see, it fluctuates. If, yeah. if you could predict where a light beer is going to sell versus a dark beer, if you have that kind of crystal ball, let me know. Cause <laughs> I want to talk to you after this so we can partner up. Um, it's, it's extremely tough to tell, but it's. Right now, more than ever, it's hyper-local, hyper-sensitive. So if you're a local brewer, no matter what you're brewing, people are going to want to drink that. Uh, on a wider scale, it's still everyone's on the IPA train. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not slowing down. That's obviously the biggest part of the uh, craft segment, and it's actually the fastest-growing part, too. So um, if you want to call that a medium body beer because it's not dark in color, it's not light in color, it's kind of in that middle ground, um, you know, that's, where, that's where I would say the craft drinker is right now. Well, we're, we're right now we have the, the Black Butte 26th birthday reserve. Can you, can you talk us about what you guys do with these birthday reserves every year? <laughs> Besides making people jealous that they don't have it. <laughs> yes. Good point. <laughs> Tease us a little more, will you? Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are one or two beers ahead of me right now. I got a cat up here. So. 
So Do you want us to take a break while you pound some down? Pay homage to what we've been doing uh, for 26 years now. We started doing this beer back in, uh, I guess, six years ago for our 20th anniversary. And it's uh, basically just an imperial porter with the base recipe being Black Butte. Thing that is the beer, like I said, that put us on the map. Uh, so basically what we do with that beer is our brewers have a chance to kind of get really creative with it, uh, really experimental. So each year we do it uh, to commemorate our, our anniversary or our birthday. They add different ingredients each year. So this year happens to be uh, imperial porter aged in bourbon barrels with pomegranate molasses and cranberries. Yeah, you so get like, those tight, those tart qualities. Double digit. I'm sorry, what was that? I was just saying, you get those those tart qualities come through on the end after the 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 porter and a little bit of the bourbon washes over. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's um a lot a lot more tart than a lot of porters out there. But uh, it, again, what we do with that style beer, uh, the Imperials, part of our it's part of our reserve series, which is you know the, the highly sought after ones, the higher ABVs and things like that. So with a lot of our beers, we put a best buy date on the bottle. But with these, actually, we have a best after date. Yeah. And what that does is just kind of tells the consumer that even though you can drink it now, obviously we're putting it into the market now, we recommend that you age it you know, for a year or even more just because those tart qualities you're going to get right off the bat now, they're going to smooth out and mellow into the beer and kind of all blend together after a year or so. So it's going to drink um, just as great, but just in a different uh, sense, you know, a little more smooth, a little more balanced. So what you're saying is we should have gotten more bottles. We'll, we'll need, to, <laughs> yeah, we'll need yes, you to send exactly. us a few more so, to uh, age. We can definitely try to get some more up to you guys so you can <laughs> use your listeners a little more. No, it, it's it's nice because we were talking about the, the, the bourbon. A lot of the, the breweries, when they start getting into that, um, sometimes the quality kind of tends to be a little too aggressive up front, so they need to age. But what's nice with this is a little age would do a lot more with with the blending of the flavors, but it's not aggressive up front. You don't have all that uh, bourbon heat you kind of get from some of these. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that, actually, and that you noticed this. Uh, obviously shows you have a good palate. <laughs> no, but uh, what we do with ours, uh, a lot of breweries, and this isn't to say it's a bad technique, it's uh, just whatever you're trying to accomplish with the beer, is they will use 100% bourbon barrels, or a very aggressive uh, percentage of the beer is actually going to be aged in barrels. We do all different techniques with ours, um, but we don't really go too much over the 50% mark as far as what is actually aged and cellared in barrels. Uh, sometimes it'll be around the 15 or 30 percent. And then we actually blend that barrel-aged portion back into the original uh, beer. And what that does is it imparts all those bourbon notes, the vanilla flavors, the smokiness that people really like out of the bourbon, but it doesn't leave you with an over-the-top, boozy, high-alcohol flavor. Yeah, yeah, that can be a little off-putting to people that haven't had that before, which is nice because it, it cuts it right up front. And then the age will just kind of make it a little nicer. It's nice to see that like cut right up front. You're not because uh, a lot of people when they see bourbon barrel when their their brewers are trying to do it, they want that quality to really be up front, which is nice with this as it's just another flavor component within it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're we're now <laughs> we're moving on again. We we just cracked open. We're having some of the uh, obsidian stout. Oh, that's a fan favorite by far. Yeah, th- this is th- this honestly this is the first time I'm having this one. This one's extremely smooth. Really enjoyable. What can you tell us about this bad boy? So for a stout, it's uh, it's relatively aggressive with its uh, ABV, uh, just over the six percent mark, which for craft isn't too crazy. But for a normal stout, what people think of is Guinness. Yeah. But that's you know really kind of smooth, creamy, light flavored, lower ABV. 
This one is a true craft stout. Uh, it's got the roasted flavors, the coffee notes, some of that burnt chocolate in there, and it's a, a dynamite stout to the point where, um, actually, in our market, it's the number one selling stout. Overall, nationwide, it's the second best. Uh, Ninkasi actually has a pretty dynamite one that yeah. hits the charts for uh, the number one spot. But um, lucky for us, they're not in all of our markets. So uh, here in Pennsylvania, um, we're number one. We're the king. Wow. You are the kings. <laughs> it has definitely been a pleasure having you here on the show. Oh, you got one. I got, I got one more. Though. The one that I cannot get away from without asking because people will kill me. When are you guys going to be up here? Okay, that's a great question. <laughs> Northeast PA, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the million-dollar question, isn't it? I got a brilliant idea! Just, uh, oh, God. We just got our feet under us in Pennsylvania here, so uh, it's been a slow process even to get out here. Nope. Mm -hmm. Coming no, 3,000 miles away, we're always trying to make sure that what we've done to get here isn't slacking and falling behind. So we're never going to proceed until we're 100% in our other markets, meaning we're able to support the, uh, the demand. We're able to have the, the workforce out there behind us and everything like that to make sure that we're really excelling out there. Jeremy. Uh, so that being said, I know it's a very political answer, but we are right now actually looking to uh, branch into that market. We are um, in some areas, but it's, it's not by our own uh, demeanor. It's our wholesaler out of the Philadelphia area is actually able to send some beers up there on a very limited level to various spots. So it's, it's there, but um, in what capacity, I'm not sure right now. Jeremy, I got a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to get a Trans Am, and I have this friend with an 18-wheeler. <laughs> We're going to come out to your brewery. We're going to fill it up, and I'll have it back here in Northeast PA within, like, 12 hours. And phrasing a girl mustache. <laughs> if, I just, if I just turn my Cannonball head run. Let's go. have this conversation and it happens, then <laughs> let me know. Give me another call, and I'll come up there and drink with you. <laughs> that is a great idea, though, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we got to get more beer up to you guys all the time. All right. Well, I got a Trans Am. Bill, you got it. Can you drive 18-wheeler, Bill? <laughs> I could try. Okay. <laughs> I can talk on a CB, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, man, it was a pleasure having you here on the show. Thank you for calling such so early on a Saturday morning. But when it comes to Deschutes beer, he's going to get it's up and talk it. any time of the day. And it's all worth it. You informed a lot of our great listeners out there. And we appreciate that, Jeremy. Thank you. And we hope to have you on the show again. Yeah, anytime. Thank you. Oh, Thanks, outstanding. Buddy. Enjoy the rest of your day. Boy, that was a great interview, Derek. It was a good time, and we got some We got some answers. We're getting a little closer, and we know uh, we can find some stuff. Yeah, definitely, and we're going to take a little break now to clean some glasses and stuff, and I'm in a good mood. I'm in a silly mood, and everybody is. Who does not enjoy some Spinal Tap? No one. Who does not enjoy some nice, well-rounded, big-bottom girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. We'll put them all together. You got Big Bottom here from Spinal Tap.
There we go. Some big bottom girls. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love Spinal Tap? I, that's one of those movies I could watch every year. Still laugh. Still love it. Going through the security, pulling the old cucumber out of the pants. Who has not been there? <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're, uh, we're moving on. Cucumber, <laughs> where it is. We're, <laughs> yeah, good we're, idea. We've now we're moving on. I know this is not the uh, the traditional way of doing the sampling. Usually you're going from lighter to dark, but this is a this is one that can hold up and kind of overpower the other ones because it's just this is the uh, fresh squeezed IPA from Deschutes. Now we had this one up at the festival. People went nuts for it. All I heard continually from everybody was that this was the beer of the festival. And, uh, you know, having this, it's it's fantastic. It's just as good as I remember. Uh, really well-balanced IPA. And, you know, Freddie was asking before. I know I, I had talked to them at Cooper's. He actually does have some of this on draft. I'm just saying, if you want to stop <clears throat> by, because I might swing by. <laughs> you why know not? a guy? Why not? Yeah, why not? And uh, I might swing by and, and try some of this on draft. But, uh, yeah, this is... One of the best, I mean, if you're an IPA fan, this is one you want to find and you want to try. Uh, it, it's it's an IPA that is just fantastic. It's one of those ones like you have a sip and it's like, this is everything you can want out of an IPA. It has that nice balance. It's very fresh hops. It's not uh, overwhelmingly cloying. It's not too bitter. Right. It, it's really approachable. I think it's 7 points. <laughs> oh, 6.4. All right. 6.4%. Only. Only. But it's oh, getting like, up there, but I mean, you you would not think that at all. It's got like a really nice malt. Citrus. It's, oh, it's citrus is coming through. Unbelievable. Very distinct aromas. The smell in this. Yeah, you, you get a little it. bit. There's a little bit of pine, but you get the citrus and the pine. And as you sip, you get a little bit of the pine coming through with the citrus notes. A little bit of the the caramel malt. It's it's just really nicely balanced. Extremely smooth. Uh, drinkable is very easily to say with this kind of beer. Uh, you can just sit down and have pint after pint of that. So, yeah, I mean, we said is, that about every beer, though, Dave. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but no, this this is one uh, that's just, if you're an IPA fan, you haven't had this, try it. And I'm just saying, if you want to swing by Cooper's, because I know they have it, and you can try it around here. Wink. Wink, if I could do that on the radio. <laughs> but no, it's 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 really good. And this, this is one that, you know, as you come into this area, or as the shoots comes into this area, you're going to want to really... Hunt this one down. This is one that they're they're really starting to build their name on. As Jeremy was saying, you know, IPAs are the darling beer of craft beer, and uh, you know they built themselves on a porter. But you know they've delved into this IPA tag category and have really hit a home run with this one. It's just so enjoyable. Was there a big flashing light in here? No, 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 no. You're, we're, uh, we're being abducted. <laughs> you're having, you're having aliens problems. have landed. Did you see something flash? To, to, no, was there we, a big flashing light in here? John, John's taking photos because John. Tell him that. John oh, has to dude, put. Dude, I'm we telling you going. right now. I almost thought something was re. The wiring was gone. <laughs> Don't do, do that. Oh, that means do it. Freddie can't go to Dude, raves like he used to. This, <laughs> just because this body <laughs> looks like it's an A1 <laughs> condition, there, there's, a, there's a lot of miles on the engine. This is one of those quotes oh, that we need to have man. a camera in the studio for. <laughs> just oh. because this body looks in A1 condition. And it is. <laughs> but there's a lot of miles on the engine. Sometimes I ran a few thousand without an air filter, if you know what I'm talking uh, about. Thanks for Freddie's comment, don't do that anymore. <laughs> He'll be you here all Huey week. Huey Lewis looking... <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Blankety, blank, blank, yeah. blank, blank. Oh, we'll be set, setting flashes off and watching Freddie go. Freak me out, and then you were all so good about. No, I, I didn't see anything. I was going to invite you to the trance party tonight, but I guess boots, that's boots, pointless. Boots, boots, boots. <laughs>
All right, drink your damn beer. What's up next? Well, you know what? Why don't we have me out? Why don't we have our giveaway? This is the one people have been going nuts for. This is a huge giveaway. An urn in a purse. We have. We have. We have. I have the photo up on the old Facebook and Twitter. We have. Water bottles you can take with you anywhere. We have a uh, pair of pint glasses. We have two shirts. We have a ton of stickers thrown inside the bag. And the stainless, have, the stainless steel thing is not really an urn. Yeah, no, I'm going to take the, the stainless the steel is, is a mini keg cooler, which is really awesome to see that. And, and we have a six pack cooler bag that you right. can set up and put your six pack in and take yeah, it with you anywhere you go. It's it's fantastic. We so have anything you, know, you want to keep cold. This is this yeah. is the biggest package we have had cool. yet. Soda. <laughs> Anything you want to keep cool. All right, that's Exxon. Call in right now. The telephone is 855-777-1023, 855-777-1023. If you call, you're going to win. If you don't call, you can't win, and I'll just sell it out the back door to someone. <laughs> it's all good stuff. I'm sure Billy would like this purse. <laughs> a purse? No, it's not no, a purse. It's a, it's a cooler, We man. can all go on a picnic. It's a cooler. Billy, we can it's all go on a European carry-all. Yeah. I know it is. I'm just, I'm just being a... It'll be a picnic type basket? Oh. Yeah, this is real cool for this urn. We're blowing up already. Yeah, we're blowing up, baby. A lot of people don't like the call anymore because it's on my Facebook, my Twitter, and my LinkedIn. <laughs> What's this I don't want to have to talk thing? to anybody. Can I just send you... All right. Can I... How many more beers do you have over we there? We got one more. So let's just do this, and then we'll finish up with one. All right. Do it up. Knock yourself out. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, I thought. I think oh, we're, wait. No, let's do this. Yeah, let's we'll grab do the wings. Let's get Oh, Jesus, Mary and Josephine. But I don't know what heart. you're doing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing either. <laughs> what would I know? That's angry. Good morning. Ang- you won. <laughs> you won this cool prize package from Deschutes, my friend. Awesome. Can't wait to use that urn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Can't wait to no. die. Yeah. Yeah. Drink from it. Yeah. <laughs> this is really, really cool. I'm sure Keith Richards has many of these in his house. I'll tell you what, man. Deschutes really hooked us up with some sweet giveaways. Oh, yeah. So hats off to them, man. Very yeah. happy. Very cool. And, and this, the six-pack Coca-Cola is fabulous as well. I mean, oh, it's even got a cool handle oh on it. Oh, my God. Actually, the didn't whole even thing. Think. You got a little bottle opener right on the old They've really come too. a long way. How about what the hell is your name, dog? My name's Tom. Tom, where are you calling from? I'm actually on the highway, but I live in Scranton. All right, that's good stuff. Tom, congratulations. You won this prize package from the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. I'm going to put you on hold, get some information from you. and give um, you some of that beer you're drinking. Put it in that cooler, okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll pour it right in for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this guy's totally engaged in the show, and that's a very, very good thing, Tom. We might even ask you to come join us for a salad some night at the Backyard Ale House, man. <laughs> you know, I'm Freddie in. likes I'm his in. salads. <laughs> We're going to get, get him in. The Backyard Ale House Mafia, baby. Baby, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second, buddy. We'll get your information. And uh, thanks for listening. All right. We're going to keep him on hold. And I'm so glad that I didn't hit the button that said no hang up. We're good. Because that would bite because I've done that before. And we have about eight and a half minutes, boys. I'm cut myself off because I'm trying to do five things one time. All right. All right. So out there now. We're too. moving on to the last one. We'll, well, let's just grab this back. We're moving on to the last one now. This is a collaboration beer. This is a brand new one that they just came out from the shoots. This is Double Dinklebuck or Doppel Dinklebuck. Doppel. Now, this is a collaboration with the German brewer Disselhauser. Uh, this is a, a Doppelbach 10. I think this one's 10.7%. Yep. So another another big one to end on. So this is a really nice Doppelbach. Um, you know, I don't think we've had a Doppelbach on here before. I'm trying to think. I don't think we've done one. 
It's a, a really beefed up version of a Bach. You know, you get a lot of malt coming through. It's the main thing you're going to come with this. But you're going to get a little bit of that uh, characteristics of like some banana, some clove, and everything coming through within this one. Now, I haven't had this yet, so I'm, I'm rambling with, oh, before drinking this, it. I, so, I just uh, took a sip. It's, um, boy, quite uh, quite sweet and delicious. It's, it, you know, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the German yeast is coming through yeah. with that. I mean, it's, it's amazing, actually. Yeah. yeah, this is, for 10.7%, no heat. No. I mean, there is there is no heat in this whatsoever. Uh, super, super easy drinking for, for the, the heft of this one. Now, again, this is one that they just came out with, uh, I think, just a, maybe a month ago or something it was released. It's a newer one. It was nice, like Jer- like you know, Freddie was saying. Jeremy came by and dropped all this off at the studio for it, which is great. Like we got a really nice hookup, so we're gonna have like a really, you know, it's great to have these kind of beers brought up to us. And everything, but you know, this is this is my first time having this one, and it's super super easy drinking. Doppelboxer style, like I, you know, I personally am kind of you know, it, it depends really on the the beer for me. It's not a style that I will say I love. Um, because some of the beers within this style are a little too malt forward for me. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> another another said, abduction. No, she's funny over there. Oh, Huey's making it, a joke it. over there. Thanks, Huey. Go <laughs> sing a song with Gwyneth Paltrow or no something problem. like that. Huey Lewis. <laughs> God. Huey Lewis. Anyhow. But uh, some of them are a little too malt forward for me. And a little, like, I, that's, that's what puts me off with some of the beers. Some uh, could be unapproachable. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But this, one, this be, one's very approachable. I, I, I really don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's approachable to John. <laughs> I like it all. I can't help that. This is really good, though. This is this is actually from the way that this Doppelbach is. This is a little sweeter and maltier yeah. than most. Most other ones have a more of a hop character. Yeah, but it's balanced, though. It's, it's yes. maltier, yeah, but it's, it's still very good. balanced, which yeah, is it's nice. Not, it's not like uh, candy sweet. It's yeah. just it's, it's sweeter that it's smoother. And the, the, the bananas and the clove and like that, that, the yeast characteristics come through a lot, which is nice because sometimes when they do a little too heavy-handed malt usage, that kind of really overpowers it, and you don't get that nice backing malt, which is not uh, backing yeast characteristic, which is nice. I think in it's this fair case. to say, for me, this is the best Doppelbach I've ever had. Mm. Well, I, I don't you know. know. I, mean, I might be up there with it, because I'm trying to think of like other ones that I've had that have been like... you know, This is awesome, but yeah, this is great. No, this this is one of those ones that's going to stick kind of cool. stick in your mind with everything. It's It's... Super easy drinking, and you know, and Deschutes is not a brewery that's known for doing you know German style. Pretty beers. amazing no, that no. It's, it's a collaboration beer yeah. too that had this kind of flavor in it. That uh, very unique for for this. this and style I know, of I know block. what states Deschutes is distributed in. So, I mean, I know you can get this in Pennsylvania. Um, it's fairly widely available for the states that Deschutes has it because I've just from you know because like all the stuff we're doing Instagram and all this stuff like I see these this beer popping up. that people have had this one in a lot of different areas. So I know it's fairly readily available. In a lot of the areas that Deschutes is, so it's not one of those really super limited edition, you know, vintage series. You're only going to get here. It, it's they they have it really out there, which is nice because it's a you know a limited one that they do, but they have a good amount of it out there available to the market. The amazing thing is the Doppelbach style itself is really a lager style, but this says Doppelbach Ale. Oh, doesn't even notice that. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm looking that's, at. Doppel, yeah, it does say it's ale. Doppeldinkerbach yeah. Ale in the. Or lagers from the yeast yeah. that they use. So that's what I was looking at the label saying. Cold fermented confusing. versus warm. This, yeah. is, this is one of those new craft beer hybrids, obviously, that they've used a couple different things and made new stuff up, and it's delicious. You know, like I said, I mean, Deschutes is not a brewery that's known for doing any German style anything. I'm trying to think of like their, the beers I've had from them. I don't think I've had anything that's a lager at all. Um, but I mean, 
That's the only thing I'll say. Like the shoots, when they step into some kind of character uh, category or arena of anything, they step in it. Big. Oh yeah, they go yeah. right in, and it, it's good. I mean, just even with this fresh squeeze IPA is fantastic. You know, they, they, they I mean a brewery that built themselves on a porter in a time when porters weren't. In a time when world knew new <laughs> yeah, I wish I could get him to come in, but he passed away. <laughs> in a time when... <laughs> but no, it, it, for a, a crappery to build themselves on a porter style, which is a style that is not doesn't have the sexiness that the IPA does, they built themselves on it even before where we are now in crappy. Like you said, 1988, they began all of this and really built themselves on a porter, which is incredible. So, I mean, it really kind of shows that as a brewery, they can really diversify and get out there and try all these different things and they trust their brewers to be able to do this and do it really well and have these different things going on. I mean Deschutes is always trying something new. Um, they have a lot of different ones. Like I have some stuff I have in the basement from them that I'm I'm uh, I'm aging in Mikey May basement. We're gonna all go off, we're all gonna go over and, and uh, just kinda kick Derek's door down one I have day. Security, awesome. So no one even think about it. <laughs> outstanding, fabulous, fabulous show this week. This has been outstanding. We've had uh great to have you coming down, Billy Boy from great Backyard Alehouse. You wanna tell us real quick what we got going on this week? Anything well, special? The, well it's our it's like I mentioned last week, it's right. our fall beer release. So excellent. All our, all the fall beers that we've been collecting since July. <laughs> yeah, ready to we're, go. We're releasing them this weekend. I think there's maybe about 40 of them between wow. pumpkins and Oktoberfests and other fall uh, offerings. Nice. Awesome. Offerings are great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be down again to kill it Wednesday night, man. Anybody wants to come out and join us, that's yeah, where the, we're the at. the Italian Fest is oh, going on this weekend great. downtown. Oh, yeah, be, yeah, be aware of that when you're trying to park. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go through that one. Parking, but, <laughs> to drive around. But for, worth any totally trouble worth that you it. might yeah, go yeah, through. Yeah. And then you so, stop and say hello to our yeah, friends you, at the backyard. You do a lap at the festival. You stop in for a beer. You, you do a lap, a lap at the lap, festival. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's what it takes you about an Italian hour to do a lap. lap. So that's you're what good. we call them. Also, guys, I want you to remember our good friend Chef Gene Philbin has peculiar, oh, peculiar fest, fest going today. on today at the Hughesville. Is it Hughesville? Hughes Town. I always do that. Uh, fire um, company. It's fabulous. There's going to be vendors, of and course. Craft beer fabulous fest food. Too craft beer going to be going on there all day long. Great. Entertainment, our chef Gene Philbin from Peculiar putting on his Peculiar Fest. I'm gonna go scrape the rust off myself and then shoot on down later. <laughs> give my good friend a hand, he's been working diligently oh, on he's this. Been going nuts. We wish him good luck and we hope that everybody can stop by and check out Peculiar Fest. And it's all for a good cause. And you That's can great. always stop by our webpage and find out all the social media stuff. You can go to beergeeksradio.com. All of our social media stuff's on there. You can go to iTunes and search for any of our older episodes. You just search uh, Beer Geeks Radio or Russell on Stitcher. So you can find all the old ones. And if you do, give us a little review. You know, just let us know because it also helps us boost everything and see where we're going. Because sometimes we don't get immediate feedback Show from the people. love. So it'd be nice, Show it'd be nice to hear. Even if you tell me. I'm a rambling idiot. <laughs> go right ahead. Oh, I'm getting right on the internet. <laughs> like a whole. And don't sign it anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Step up. Yeah. Have some beer, man. Definitely. <laughs> do that. I'm gonna sign it BS. <laughs> and John, don't Kenneth. you always? Oh, John Blindside's gonna be hanging out, looking like Huey Lewis. Where are you gonna be doing that this weekend, John? I <laughs> don't know yet. It's early on Saturday morning. All right, the festival yeah. is canceled. Go. Excellent. But you definitely want to stop him. Backyard Ale House. All that good stuff going on. An Italian festival. I mean. They cater to all the festival goers in that area. The door's wide open, man. It's two different worlds. Stop on and pay a visit. Definitely we'll pay a visit. Give Billy a high five, and if you're lucky enough, maybe he'll give you back a little two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Hi, Billy. A little change, Bill. 
A little change. Hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> and I've had a blast being here. We'll be here again next Saturday for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3. All good stuff happening for Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, Backyard Billy from Backyard Alehouse. I am Fast Freddy. I am the insignificant one. Significant one. And I am the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ill, the ODWB, which stands for the original Dirty White Boy. Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves dealt with.